Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher D. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher D. Winkley. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for joining CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I am appreciative of those of you that are uh, connected with the podcast that listen faithfully and are partners with our podcast. I am very glad and grateful that you have tuned in and I'm looking forward to uh, what we're going to be receiving today. I'm, I'm excited about having our guest on Uh, who is uh, not only my dad by birth, but my father in the ministry, and I honor him. I thank God for him. Um, I don't know that I have enough words to express how much he means to me, uh, both spiritually and naturally. And so uh, without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce him so that we can spend our time really hearing uh, what God has to say. We are, of course, recording this during COVID-19. And although Um, believers are not to govern our lives according to what's happening in the earth. It is a very uh, relevant and prominent issue that's not only um, permeating our nation, but the world at large. And I think it's important for us to hear from uh, chosen vessels and mouthpieces of God in the earth as to uh, what God wants uh, believers to know, how God wants believers to respond, and uh, how he wants to navigate what he wants to happen in the earth through us. And so I have invited my dad on our podcast because I want you all to hear uh, what God has to say. And so, uh, Dad, I know that you're on. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. To to those of you who, um, of course, if you're connected with me on social media, you know who he is. But for those of you that just may be listening and and uh, and may have been invited by others to listen to Pastor uh, Derek L. Winkle, who's the pastor of our church, Holy Tabernacle Church International, and we are located uh, in Mesquite, Texas. And again, I'm just so glad and uh, grateful that you have decided to join the podcast, Dad, and, and share with us uh, what is necessary for the body of Christ to know. So I want, I want to get right into it. Uh, today's podcast tonight, whenever you're listening, um, is... Uh, God's will versus man's way. And uh, sometimes, more often than not, those are uh, very contrary, uh, which is why uh, Christ is our mediator, Savior, Lord, and assessor, and the Spirit of God is on the inside of us to ensure that we are in alignment with God. Um, But there are those that are faithful to who God is and seeks to submit our ways to God so that God's will can be executed in our lives. Um, but I, I would love for you to share with us, uh, number one, what it is that believers need to know during this time. And number two, how can we, what does that correlation look like between God's will and man's way? Well, thank you, Cher, again, for having me. And uh, to those who are listening, I appreciate you um, for taking your time. Uh, to uh, to share and even trusting um, our insight or maybe wisdom on what things are happening. Um, 
and this 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 varied subject there's so many so many things about it as believers uh I think that so many people are looking for God to be saying something uh, many questions right. have been asked of me what I think God is trying to say through the coronavirus uh, these times, and uh, my answer is nothing. And that may sound strange to a lot of people, um, but um, I don't think God is trying to do anything to or to say anything differently from what he has said. Absolutely. Um, so I don't think he's speaking through um, a germ or a disease when he has in past times, as the scripture would say, and at various times, spoken to us by the prophets in times past, but now he has spoken to us by his son. I think that all that God has, uh, all that he wants to say, he has already said. And, um, and it takes the listening ear to to hear what he has already said. Right. Uh, I don't believe that God is trying to speak louder than the calamities. Uh, with with Elijah, as he was on the mountain top with his life threatened. Uh, there, there were the three greatest natural disasters uh, threatening his existence on the mountain, on the precipice of the mountain, earthquaking, wind blowing and fire, earth, wind and fire. And with all of those things happening at the same time, mm-hmm. um, he spoke in a still small voice to Elijah Uh, and I think that's what he is doing now he's not trying to um, speak louder than the voices that are speaking and the calamities that that, that, that's happening as a result of all of this Mm -hmm. I think he's already spoken and he and and those who have had ears uh, or who have ears should hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches through the Word of God. Right. That was going to uh, be one of my questions, because I think that even prior to uh, this virus, you often hear uh, believers who may be faithful uh, to going to church and um, proclaim the name of Jesus or Jesus himself as their Lord and Savior, often asking, how do I know when God is speaking to me? How do I know what God sounds like? Um, How am I able to distinguish the difference between me, you know, what God sounds like and maybe the devil tempted me? And although those three things are very nebulous to try and, and mesh together, but what do you say to a person who does not know what God has said in terms of how they are to understand God's voice, uh, become familiar with what he sounds like. How do they distinguish the still small voice amid the other things that are around them? 
Well, if it's for a believer, I um, say this apologetically. Um, I don't want to sound too too judgmental and too pushy about it, but as believers, we should already know what right. the voice of God sounds like. Uh, when we don't know it, it is because we have not pursued it. And um, what God has said is in his word mm -hmm. and he speaks. Uh, the psalmist said, and I know a lot of people seek to know him and a lot of people talk about the spirit says this to me and the spirit says this to me. And right, I don't, right. I don't um, deny uh, any words of of uh, a prophecy. I don't deny any words of wisdom or any gifts of knowledge. Um, but what God has said is in his word. And mm -hmm. I behoove us as believers to, to feast on the word of God and make it a part of, of, our, of our daily habit. Uh, the psalmist says that he loved the word of God more than his daily food. Um, and I, I, that's my encouragement to, to all of us, to, to all of you, to desire what he says. Absolutely. Uh, we, we spend a lot of time, and we do. Um, I myself in the past have, and sometimes even do. Uh, we spend a lot of time searching for a God that we can't see when yeah. we, he is looking for people who will hear. We are searching for what we can't see, and he is looking for us to hear. That's and good. so I, 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 I just encourage, I encourage all of, all of us. If, if Jesus, and he did, if the word of God was important to Jesus for the establishment of his manhood, he went through bar mitzvah like every other Jewish boy. Um, if it was important for him to know, to be able to, to declare it, to be able to speak it, he never would have, when the devil tempted him, said it is written if he had not read it. Right. So right. He, he knew it. He knew the word of God. And, and I think that if it was important for Jesus in his development, growing in wisdom and in stature and favor before men and God, Mm -hmm. If it was important for him to be a student of the word, it is also important for his disciples to Absolutely. be students of the word. And, uh, and that's what I encourage so that we won't have to wonder if what somebody is telling me is of the word and, and not of the right. word, for instance. For instance, I heard um, uh, a, a minister. I was talking to one, and he and he 
said this to me that I think that God is during this time taking us back to the family um, and having us back at home where the church got started in our homes. Uh, and that sounds good, and I do believe that, that he gives us opportunity at this time to to, to renew our relationships uh, with our families and to start some foundation uh, where we've not, where we've kind of gotten away from it. But right. to say that that the church got started in homes is not a biblical and scriptural fact. The church did not get started in individual residences. The church mm-hmm. was started in a place, in a room of which Jesus chose. And he told his disciples to go into the upper room there and wait and pray. And when the spirit of God came, he didn't come to individual homes. He came to a place that was designated by Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit filled the house and then filled the persons in the house. So right. to, 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 to hear things and, 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 and though we have good intent in sometimes some of the things we say, they could be mm-hmm. kind of misleading if we don't know what the scriptures actually say. We can have right. we right. can have desire, we can have uh, uh, inspiration, and, and and hope about what God is doing, but if we don't know what the scriptures say, it's not to correct everybody, but it is just to make sure that I don't get off the beaten path. Right, right. It, it, it is life. Um, for for those of you that are listening, um, I hope you are. Uh, listening intently and intentionally um, to to get what you need, not just to combat the news that we hear about right. uh, the coronavirus and the grief um, that many people are experiencing. And my heart goes out to um, family members who are losing their family members and pastors who are losing their church members. Uh, death is never an easy thing to to uh, to swallow, so to speak. But I hope that you're listening not to get things stored up in your spiritual arsenal to defeat a virus, right. but I hope that you are hearing um, for life's sake. Um, the word of God is never to be uh, an emergency life jacket. It, it, it is life. It's not something that we right. are to run to when we don't, when we have run out of options. Um, it should be our only option. And that option should not option, but but what we choose and what we gain and what we glean from in terms of that being our life should be that which guides us and leads us and governs how we handle things like the the coronavirus and and whether or not we stand flat footed or our or, or whether we waver to and fro with what goes on around us. Um, so I, I I encourage you all that are listening to make the word of God. Uh, paramount in your life. It needs to be priority and it has to be become your life. The Bible says it is in him that we live, move, and have our being. The Bible says in Revelation that the word of God is Christ. Um, And so we come to understand that what we read is not just um, a historical uh, uh, story of Old Testament to New. It is who God is and the manifestation of Christ himself. 
So I want to encourage all of you all that are listening to make the word of God your life. Um, for those of you that are connected with me on still. Sure, I just um, wanted to interject, if you don't yes, mind. Yes, yes, um, That uh, I, and having pastored our church for 33 years, have encouraged all of our members to be, to have the word of God as a part of their holy daily habit. Absolutely. Um, That's exactly what and, I was about to say. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, we, we, um, and and I, I I don't say this as a point of bragging for myself Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. for the church because it is, it is an everyday discipline. Uh, it is Mm -hmm. an everyday grace that God gives, and I give Him glory for giving us leadership and for giving us the spiritual stamina to, um, to continue, but 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 our church, myself as as the pastor, I've, I've read my Bible through thirty four times, um, and mm-hmm. my daughter, I'm sure, has read hers through some twenty five, I'm sure, times or more. Wow. Uh, and we have many members of our church, uh, the majority, and I would that all would, but the majority of our membership. Uh, students of the word who have read their Bibles through mm-hmm. some 15, mm-hmm. 10, 20, 25 times yearly, daily. And and right. I, right. I, I have encouraged pastors to do so and church members to do so and Christians to do so because the one thing that Satan gets us on is our inadequacies and insufficiencies in our knowledge of, the of word, what right. the word of God says. Absolutely. I wanted to say that. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm glad you said that. That's what I was about to say that, you know, for those of you all that are listening, that are connected with me on social media, you know that for the past seven years, I think I have every day posted the daily Bible reading, pushed and promoted reading the word of God, you know, it being your life. And by the grace of God, I have read it 26 times, but that came from, you know, you dad encouraging as a, as a father and as our past, as my pastor, encouraging us to not just um, know things in scripture and not just know, things of the word, but that, that the word is our life. Um, and so I just want to encourage all of you. Uh, there are some of you that I'm quite sure, um, that are well aware of the daily Bible reading and, and you get notifications every morning of what that reading is. But for those of you that are listening that do not know, and, uh, you are a part of the body of Christ. Um, this is not in, in terms of, or in lieu of an indictment. This is in, in lieu of an encouragement to read your Bible um, and to seek the face of God, to know what God is saying to you, not because of what's going on, but what he wants to share with you that is in his heart before, during, and after this virus um, uh, so that we can become more like him and be transformed by the renewing of our mind, which is comes through the word of the Lord. And, uh, and so I wanted to encourage you all and that, um, that, that if, is there anything else that, that you want to share with, uh, those of us that are 
listening um, just in lieu of how we are to uh, align our way with God's will other than through the word of God, although that's probably the uh, the only answer. <laughs> but is there anything else that you want to share with those of us that are listening? Well, during this time, uh, I think that that rather than seeking to be known in these times about, you know, God knows how I feel. I think that the most important thing is, is trying to get the heart of God in these matters. I, I have mm-hmm. shared with our church, I think that um, this 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 is not just um, um, a, an American issue, a USA issue, not just for our country. As, as, as a lot of people have put a lot of emphasis on on America being judged. This is not just uh, an issue that um, that is isolated to America. This this is a, a global. And when you global, talk about right. global, you're talking about something that troubles the earth, the only place where there is life. This is what God created. He created the heavens and the earth and put us on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the entire earth the entire earth everywhere mankind is 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 being affected and 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 you have to right. ask why um the, the the why i believe is that people have turned their backs rejected jesus christ america has has turned her back on jesus since we um, one of the very few countries, if not the only, and our leading country in our knowledge and acceptance of of Jesus as as the way, the truth, and the life of our salvation, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we have turned away from Him, betrayed Him, denied Him, and as I've shared before, you can only deny a person that you once knew. And you can only right. betray a person that you once been close to. So we have done those things, and and I think that God is leading the entire earth, other countries who have not known Jesus, have just not received Him, and they worship other gods. And so I think that God is just lead, leading us up to ourselves and our own idols. Um, and so I think if we start feeling the way he feels, how does Mm -hmm. God feel about our rejection of him? How does God feel when he has reached out to so many people, um, through Jesus Christ and we have told him, I'm talking about the world, mankind, this century, mm-hmm. this generation, generations past have said to him, we don't want to have anything to do with with your sacrifice, with, with the way right. of your salvation. We create our own. It's not how man feels in this time. 
It is how God feels. feels. Yeah. How he feels. I I I struggle with not being able to go to church. And and I don't I, I can't be comfortable with it. And the reason why I struggle with it is because two reasons. One is that on our religious calendar, Sunday is the very day that Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah. He got up from the dead on Sunday. Sunday is the very day that the church was given birth to on the face of the earth. And now those two important days for as long as we are on the earth, they should affect us in a positive and faithful way. Now, mm-hmm. we've been told, forget about that. You can't meet. And so yeah. uh, I'm wondering not how I feel about it, but I'm wondering how what God is feels. God feeling about that, that he, he gave us until the, the the prophets John um, the long and the prophets were until John but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ mm-hmm. so how can we as disciples of his across not just Dallas where we stay uh, share not just in Texas state that mm-hmm. we live in mm-hmm. Right. But in the entire United States, and if not the entire world, and especially in the United States, nobody right. can go right. to church. Nobody can go to church on Sunday. It is a law, an injunction in the law, where we are told that the very day that your Christ was resurrected for your salvation, now you can't meet. I wonder how God feels about that. Yeah. I wonder if he has another plan for another day for the resurrection. Yeah. I don't think so. So I think that no. in light of all of this, we should we should try to get a feel of of how God feels rather than how, how God it's feels, affecting right. us. Yeah. Rather than right. how it's affecting us, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I want to encourage all of you to the the only way you know how God feels, the only way is rather two ways is seeking him in his word and spending time in prayer. Uh, There are a lot of things that we can do uh, during this time that we would call idle um, as we're quarantined and and cities are shut down. And, And of course, spend time with your family, of course, you know, do those things that you may not have had time to do before. And, and, now you have time to um, be creative and flush out those things, so on and so forth. Um, but the the two most important things that we need to make sure, not just because of the virus, but but now you have more time to do it, is to spend time in the Word of the Lord and spend time in prayer um, like never before. Because after this is over, and and it may very well get worse, of which I think as the return of Christ is ushered in that things will become progressively worse. I, I think this is just oh the chip of what we will experience. 
Um, but this is the time where you have the the deciding and the determining uh, factor of who will be a part of the the remnant of God to usher in the return of Christ in a way that pleases God or those who will uh, be e emotionally and uh, with intimacy separated from God with a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Um, so as you have this time where you call your idle time and you're sitting at the house doing nothing and on social media all day and watching TV all day, put those things down and hear from God in lieu of what you need to do, not per a sickness and disease, famine and pestilence, but what you need to do per your relationship with him. Repent of those things that you are aware of that has separated you from God. Tear down the idols of your heart and of your mind. Seek the face of God and connect with him in the way that you know you ought um, so that we all can be about the business of pleasing God beyond a virus. Um, so, that I appreciate. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say, that I would just want to yes. say two things just to give our listeners something something to think about. The first thing is that uh, um, this is what he said in his word, that uh, if he would be found by the seeker when the seeker seeks him with his whole heart, mm -hmm. casual approaching him is not the way to to find him. Um, seeking him with our whole heart. Is, right. um, is the way to be found by him. And then I just want to put this on your heart and mind. In this word that I have read, um, there was only one other time when the entire globe was affected to the degree of people dying. Uh, the first time was in uh, Genesis, the book of the beginning, when the flood came during the time of Noah and just his family was saved. The very next time we read of any global death and global catastrophe is in the book of Revelation. All other times during the Bible, there were national catastrophes. Um, um, there were uh, things that happened in regions, um, things that happened to, to a certain group of people. But the only other time outside of the flood where there was a, a sense of a global judgment is in the book of Revelation. So could we, I'm not saying we are, I'm not saying it is, but could we, based on those two biblical facts, could we be close and living in the time where in the only other time in Scripture, where there's a global effect of, 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 of mankind is in the book of Revelation. Could we be there? I encourage you to, to just check that out and, and take a look at it and see. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank all of you for tuning in. I want to encourage you um, that as you have listened, I, I'm, I am 100% sure that you have been uh, blessed by what you've heard and prayerfully have been challenged to uh, draw nigh unto God um, as it is his desire that we be in fellowship with him. Uh, I want to also encourage you to share this uh, with those of that are connected with you um, so that people can hear uh, what God has to say. I, I think it's important for the body of Christ to have our ears uh, toward mouthpieces of God that are trusted in the spirit realm. And if God can trust them, surely we can. And so I want you to share this so that others may be blessed by it as well. And uh, and just to reiterate, I we encourage you to seek the face of the Lord via his word and uh, spend time in prayer and, and be ready uh, for the return of Christ. Uh, church is not just about a gathering, uh, although it is a fellowship of the saints. It's not just about gathering in a building. It's about preparation for the return of the bridegroom. And so I, I admonish all of you to be prepared for the return of Christ and live like you're ready um, so that when this is all over, that, that God can be pleased with how we handled um, what we are dealing with right now and our lives as a whole. So God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in, Dad. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you for taking your time. (laughs) Thank you for sharing with us. Uh, I appreciate you for sharing your time. For those of you, again, who may not know the uh, full details of our church, it's Holy Tabernacle Church International. We are in Mesquite, and uh, you can find out information about our church at holytabernacleint.org, or uh, look us up on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, Holy Tabernacle INT as well. So thank you again. God bless you all. Do share this podcast and we appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit sharewinkly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.